keep a diaper on hand, just in case someone's full of shit. Talk is cheap, and so am I. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys, that's like an actual front line. I, like I like think of these in my sleep. <laughs> you guys, it's Andy's Girls episode 72-ish because I wrote a note to myself. Um, I am so excited to be joined by the love of my life, the light of my life, my life's purpose. Like, you know, a dog's purpose, that movie about a dog that I never saw because like, why? I, I understand dogs. Like literally the trailer was what you needed to see for that <laughs> movie. A dog. <laughs> the end. Your $17. Um, Ryan Houlihan. Oh my God. You're like my soulmate. <gasps> this is such a natural fit. Somehow fuck each other for the next <laughs> yeah. hour too and love everything. Listen, the camera's already set up. We do have a camera set up. We're gonna, um, we're gonna take some questions if you guys ask us shit on Instagram um, and post it after or something. I didn't, I just thought of that literally. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have you back in um, my illustrious apartment. We're sipping refreshers. Mm. I got some $6 flowers because I'm fancy that nobody will see because it's an audio podcast. Um, I told a couple guys that I'm like texting or whatever because I send them just the same exact information that I got a blowout for an audio podcast, which I think is really special. Iconic, yeah. Isn't it iconic? It is something iconic to use <laughs> AG, uh, what's it called? Co-host Danny Pellegrino's um, phrase. Um, so how are you? What is happening? Your show is premiering. Tell this us everything. Sunday. Okay, so tell us all the info um, where people can watch um and when they can watch it, all of that if good stuff. If you want to see the show, there's two ways to go about it. Okay. You can follow me on social, which is at Ryan Houlihan, Instagram, Twitter. The, you're an adult. You know how that works. And uh, the links will be everywhere. Also, it's at twitch.tv slash Ryan show. And how long is each episode? We're going for like an hour to 90 minutes. I think <gasps> this episode comes in at 75 minutes. Fuck. But we have guests, interviews, games, cartoons, fucking news segments. Like, I have monologues. I got shit to say. It's a variety show of all sorts, and it is not Jimmy Fallon. So please tune in. Oh, my God. And when am I going to be on? Every other episode. I want you on Every, next Sunday for I'm our there. live premiere. I'm like 100% there. Are people allowed to swear? Oh, oh please. I, I wouldn't have signed to the deal if I couldn't say, like... <laughs> some serious words <laughs> I like can't stop like literally even when I was um at the Joel Zarin luxury line, like I was like I don't think I used cunt ever which is like one of my favorite I, words but I did say fuck a couple <laughs> times and I called I've been trying bitches. so hard to stop saying cunt because it upsets other people no but, but it's like, such a good word come on I am a femme non-binary gay like fucking queen I, I let me retake that word please honestly I think I also really enjoy when women say it. Oh, yeah. Is that terrible? Listen, if Britney can reclaim bitch for us, we can reclaim cunt for her. You better work, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, like, you better work cunt just doesn't have that kind of, like, melodic. It will when we're done with it. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, the show is coming out. Um, It is – it's going to be live, um, not the first episode, but then after that, the shows will be live. You can write in. You could write in to you next Sunday and be like, what's up? And we'll take (gasps) comments and – like interact oh with everybody. Oh my god, that like gives me, I have like a little tum thing when I get really excited, like I feel <laughs> my tum. I cannot wait to both be on this, but also watch it. So are you going to talk about like pop culture stuff? Are you going to talk about housewife stuff? So you're going to talk about life stuff? You're not going to talk about politics, right? A little bit of politics because you can't bit. avoid it. So mm-hmm. like 
I have a rant. I feel like my lifestyle now is just straight out. Listen, I'm not going to go on there and be like, you know why Mike Pence is bad? Like, you guys know. I'm preaching to the choir. But I do, if something comes up, so like in the first episode that's coming out on Sunday, I have some stuff to say about people making gay jokes about Trump. Like, Trump sucks Putin's dick. Like, I really don't think that's cool or funny. Yeah, that's actually not cool. So the commentary is really about comedy, but the rest of the show is like pop culture, housewives heavy. He's too lazy to suck a dick. That's the problem. What an insult to gay men. First off, we don't oppress ourselves. What an insult to the penis. He doesn't deserve to suck a dick. (laughs) I honestly doubt, I doubt he gets it up without, without like full, like, like a, like you know how Michael Jackson had like a doctor there while he sleep all night yeah, to, to like administer insert, propofol yeah, I bet he's, he's like a team of people including his own sons propping his dick up I think that Ivanka is like taping it up with a stick or something <laughs> that's why she's his favorite see this is the kind of t- politics talk I'm gonna get into okay, nothing good. any heavier than that <laughs> it's rated X for excellent which I'm like super into so you're gonna talk about politics you're gonna talk about Bravo lots of Bravo the first episode I have on two super housewives fans and Nicole Spezio and Zwei Fumido who've both done my um housewives live reads and we basically like I tried so hard to ask them about other things but at the end of it I was like so what do you think about Vicky Gonzalez like I couldn't control myself so it's gonna be bravo heavy oh my god I can't wait so guys everybody um get twitch and go online and stuff and, and watch check it. out my beautiful set which we're calling the treehouse in honor of Andy's clubhouse oh my god and the set is so good thank you you posted a photo of it on Instagram and I literally like had a full orgasm I keep saying if the whole show fails I got a neon sign of my name and script and like I'll put it above my bed and do just you get to own it? Own it. Oh, I, Do you I have own an SJP, uh, Sex in the City writer. She got to own every <laughs> fucking piece of it. She has like a warehouse. I own everything. Like I'm fully, and oh, I mean, I don't own the studio, but when we leave, I'll take the chairs. <laughs> you have like the Bethany clause. Like the whole thing with Bethany is that she, uh, she refused to sign the typical housewife contract where Bravo gets a cut of like her side businesses. Yeah, the 360 That's so deal. Smart. No, I literally was like, give me a blank, like give me a check of a certain number and then I will work everything else out. I don't want anybody else. Like I want to be in full control because I don't want to be told you can't curse or I don't want to be told like we have notes to housewives heavy. Like that's what I want to talk about. That's what my fucking audience wants to hear about. Oh so that's God. what we're going to do. You are so excited. Such a superstar. <laughs> I'm a girl boss. You are a hundred percent a girl boss. You're a boss lady, bossy pants. And I'm like super into it. So question for you. You mm-hmm. just mentioned the live housewife um, readings that Mm -hmm. you produce and create that are phenomenal. You mentioned the last time you were here that you were going to do one for the Columbia trip. Now, the problem I would think with that is that we didn't see all of the boat. So are you still, is that still here's, in the planning? Here's what I'll tell you. Okay. Um, or is it just going to be you shitting on our stage? Our script is going to be done tonight because we've been transcribing it live for oh. y'all. Wait, what? It's like. Our script is already transcribed. We are booking a venue tomorrow. <gasps> we will be announcing dates really soon. We have a, we have an amazing, like we have plans for an amazing cast and we have, um, okay. So when we do our shows, we, we throw in extra jokes. We throw in our own little commentary. We have a solution for this, which is I'm going to write what I think happened (laughs) on that boat. And I'm going to pause and say like, we didn't see this footage because the crew failed. But I wrote some footage. I'm oh going to tell be like you what I, my fan fiction. sparkly lights, like everyone's frozen. And then like you walk on stage. And, and I'm like, like, Ramona starts, okay, the boat is tipping over. Ramona says, this boat doesn't support other women. Because <laughs> all ships are women. Um, and then I'm just going to write what I think happened. And then we'll pick up at the shitting. 
Which, by the way, is this show only about poop now? <laughs> it's literally, it's like just when you think that they're done talking about pooping during this episode, like Sonia's dog's poop is like buried under snow. Like it, there's it's so much. wild. And like, so uh, I was on the train the other day. I don't like poop humor. I'm not a scatological person. Yeah, I don't yeah. think farts are funny. No, they're not. They're ne- even as a, like a middle schooler, I couldn't watch like, you know, old school and be like, that's a funny fart joke. But yeah. I was on the train the other day and a woman at every stop kept screaming, move the train, move the train. And I was like, why is she doing this? And so at every stop, I was like, this person is like going through something. They're like having an issue. Do I get like security or something? Yeah. She was, well, she looked like she was in her sixties, didn't take care of herself. And when we got (laughs) to the next to last stop, she shit herself. Not really. How did you know? Because it was all over the place. I had to run out of the car. Wait, what was she wearing? Was she wearing a dress or pants? She was wearing shorts. Wait. Oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry to ask this, but like what kind, was it like is that terrible that I need to like, it know, was, like, I don't understand how you could see it. It was just like draining. And I'll say this. I got <gasps> off of there and said, this is a funny story. I can tweet this. I'm not a scatological person. Oh my God. I would have vomited. And I, when I got home, I said, this is my one poop story for like my life. I'm never going to laugh at poop again. And Did, then Real Housewives showed up and I spent 15 minutes knew. crying. God slash Andy Cohen. I was like, I'll prayer. teach you about poop jokes. Wait, how did everyone react on the train? Everyone. Kept- also, this is de Blasio's fault, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah. Vote for, vote for And vote for Cynthia. And for governor, yeah. Um, but I, uh, everyone kept pretending that nothing was happening, and like ever since I came out of the closet, my parents pretended that nothing was happening. I have like a physical; I can't pretend nothing's happening in any situation. Like my mouth just goes, and I was like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And she looked me in the eyes and said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then I got off the train, and she got off the train, and she was clearly speeding up, but it was an escalator to get out, and I was like, "I can't be behind her on the escalator," so like I ran ahead of her. Wait, and got out of the station. Question for you. Have you ever lost your bowels in public? No. I I once peed. Did you? Oh, I, I definitely peed myself. In college. I wasn't drinking. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Oh, no. And I got on. I couldn't afford a cab. And I got on a bus. And it took forever. And I remember. <laughs> you needed a Sonia diaper. I needed a black or purple diaper. And I remember I got off the bus. And I was like, this is happening. And I literally peed <laughs> <laughs> like Maya Rudolph in, in Bridesmaids. And I literally crushed out. It was like, there's nothing. It was not dark out. It was oh still, it was God. like rush hour. And a guy went up to me and he didn't know what's going on. And he's like, are you okay? And I think I might have said no. Because <laughs> it's not like you can lie. It's not like, yeah, I'm fine. I meant to do that. <laughs> no, I 100%. And then I had to roll into my fucking dorm. The back of I was wearing a dress, obviously. Back of the dress soiled, threw it away. I'm sure I threw it away. And just was like, this never happened. I've done this move, which (laughs) is I didn't necessarily pee myself so much as I was drinking and I went to the bathroom and I opened the fly and I went to pee and I was just distracted by a sign I was reading or something in the air. Like I was drunk. And I didn't realize I was peeing onto my pants. Oh my God. And then you're like, do I dry it? Do I spill more and act like I spilled a drink? Like, what do you do? So my move was to like, I grabbed my bag and like held it in place. How, went many, to the how bar. much did you pee? A lot. Just like enough, enough to go down the pants. Enough. And I went and bought, or bought, I asked for a glass of water and then was like, oops. And then I quickly left. <laughs> Fooling no one. No one was like, that man accidentally poured an entire glass of water down the one side of his pants. Wait, like, I'm so 
into that. I can't. <laughs> My like scamming grifter even ways. Tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Public. Whatever. I don't understand. Here's where I'm confused by Sonia's like diaper situation. The logic. The logic. She said on I think it was Watch What Happens Live that she had like several parasites. Now I don't know how parasites work but it sounds like genuinely you have no control over your bowels like obviously if Ramona was just flat out shitting the ground or whatever that's like serious that's I like- also think and I found the older you get the less you have exact knowledge of what's about to happen so she probably thought she was gonna like have a discreet like fart because like yeah, she thought she could kegel her way out yeah she was like I'm in bed this is uncomfortable or like Luann was doing this I'm in bed this is uncomfortable I'll just let out a little and then like we'll move on and like you open the floodgates, like, that's what's com- – everything that's in there is coming out. I don't think they – I don't think it just, like – like, Ramona was like, it just fe- – we're talking so much about poop. I was like, I don't think it just fell out. I think that they they probably were like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm feeling a little sick. And then they thought they were going to release a little gas. And, and then they just shit. And each of them did that, besides Bethany, of course, who, like, is a black hole where, like, <laughs> no waste comes out. It just stays inside. It stays inside. She, she pushes soul. it down. She just pushes it down. <laughs> Where the mom issues are and the Jason stuff and she doesn't think about it. And it's never going to affect Bryn. It's <laughs> never going to affect Bryn. Bryn's fine. Bryn is so fucked. But my, <laughs> my favorite part is Sonia poor going Bryn. on poor pray for Bryn. My favorite part is when Sonia, though, is on Watch What Happens and she's like, you know, or no, she said it on the show, right? She's like, I forget which, but she's like, you know, it's like when you get on the jitney, you wear a yeah, diaper. And I was like, like a thing people do. Is that the jitney is a two hour drive in traffic? It's up. It's just You'll a be bus. Fine. You'll be fine. Also, or just, she was like, I don't want to get up and use those public restrooms. I was like, so you'd rather like shit your right, own pants 100%. next to somebody? And I will say, people talk about how gross public transit transport is because they generally like they're thinking poor people are gross. No, no, no. The entitled rich are the people who wear diapers and 100%. shit their own pants. Poor people have manners because we have to to survive. Andre, and the rich people are like, I won't actually. I'm entitled have to, to peeing wherever I want. Because and you'll they deal with it. Right, because they won't have to ever clean it yeah. up. Like those Poor well, those poor housemates and whatever at the fucking and someone said Cartagena. to me, we were watching the Columbia trip and we're transcribing in real time. Yeah, and I yeah. said, uh, someone said Ramona's behavior on this trip has actually been a little bit better. Like she was a little more l- less entitled to everything. And yeah. then no, no, sh- they all shit all over the fucking house 100%. and made everybody else clean it up on the ground. <laughs> I like just her dogs, like her own dogs. She literally shout out to Jill's Aaron rugs because I I think that's the company to use if you can oh, just yeah. shit on a rug. Which P.S. I am. Desperate. I went in. I went in because you told me to. I ended up being like, it's not in the budget right now, but <gasps> and I didn't get one. But I will say, when it is in the budget, Jill's Aaron Fabrics is his, or Jill's Aaron just Zaren Fabrics is successful for a reason. They have a beautiful selection. They've got everything you need. The attendants were very nice. Like I have to say, the whole operation at Zaren Fabrics, I was impressed. I have never been inside Zaren Fab- Fabrics, but I want to. But her rugs, her personal rug collection, is like seventy five percent off. I just do not want to pay two hundred and forty nine dollars. That was the thing. No matter what the price was, over I, it's over a dollar. That's my tough. thing. It's like it's over a dollar. So but I just refuse to pay for it. But the whole I operation, for it. I was like Jill. Oh God, Jill just came out of that show. She came out of that show. I mean, when we look back, it's like, did she? She was disliked, I guess, because of the Bethany thing. But really, of the people who've left that show on a like a lower note or whatever, like you know, on the down note, Jill came out of that show like a phoenix. We all love and are obsessed with her. And like, I have to say, I am so. I want Jill back, or I want Jill to have her own show. The fact that like Bravo hasn't approached her for her own like Zarin ever after, ever after or whatever. 
Yeah, but I think a lot of the reason for that is because she kind of fucked herself out of it. Like, let's not forget. Well, it's true. She, she bothered was, Andy. Um, she was a monster behind the scenes, yeah, allegedly. That's true. She, you know, went on Watch What Happens one time and I mean, they secretly did a whole recorded special. it. Right. 100%. <laughs> and they secret, she secretly recorded the taping of it because I guess it was like live to tape or whatever. And she was she nervous. Se- and her, yeah, she was nervous. She was going to get a bad edit. So she secretly recorded it. And then the fact that she recorded it leaked and he was really pissed. So I genuinely, obviously. But you know what? When she does it, I think power move. When like Trump administration people do it, I'm like shady. But you know what? Like I don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's that bad or stupid. If I yeah. know I'm getting some kind of chop edit. And she knows that she's like, she at that time was sort of thought of in a super negative light by a yeah. lot of I think it's shady if people. you're doing it regularly on the show. Like, wasn't there an instance of someone on one of the Housewives shows was recording a conversation as it was happening? I forget which show well, Jacqueline secretly recorded oh, that's something right. that they couldn't, that Teresa was like, yeah, but you can't air it because it's mm-hmm. illegal. And she was like, fuck you. I think but it's not illegal in New York state. Amen. One party consent. <laughs> I watched the good wife. I know. Oh my God. I the good wife. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like a little nervous because Andy actually referenced that whole secret recording on a watch what happens this week when he's like, it's not as bad as when Jill recorded wow, secretly recorded he's still me. Mad at her. He's still mad at her. So I don't makes know what it makes me sad because listen, you should go to Jill and scoop her up. They should. They did that with Caroline Stanberry, I think, with mm-hmm. um, after Ladies of London got canceled. How was the luxury lunch? I have to ask. The luxury lunch was so was good. So jealous. I wanted to cry. I was so happy for you. Oh my god! It was like, f- I, I. First off, I got a blow. I got a blow the day before. Okay, I thought I could make it through. The humidity was so bad. I got a second blowout en route to the fucking Top and Rose Hotel. I went into a salon to ask for directions, and then I was like, "Do you have any availability?" And they like <laughs> literally were like, "Yep." Yeah. So I got a second blowout, which lasted forty five seconds. That's like when I do my makeup to get somewhere, and then redo my makeup because I'm gonna be on camera. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Um, yeah, powder is real for a reason. I'm constantly yeah. glistening. Um, so it was kind of crazy. Everyone was lovely. Um, what's her face? Leanne Locken just tweeted that it was she like loved the interview, which oh I was like God. dying. Um, so TV Party has been like releasing some packages on their social media. So guys, go to at TV Party app on Twitter and Insta to see um, video. It was. It was just like you were on the housewives hunt. So, and it was 900 degrees out. So the whole time I was just like, they gave us a cabana, which was amazing. Like TV party had an amazing um, camera guy with this big ass fucking camera. And so it was, you know, it it was great. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that if I had been there for Andy's girls alone, I don't know, you know, cause it was, it was like very much like a video. Yeah. hundred percent. Like you could, you felt the support when you like roll in and you're like, this is what's happening. Um, Vicky was so nice. Really? No. Uh-oh. No, she was. She was she was like perfectly lovely. Really? But there was a moment where I think it was for the package that was like team Bethany or team Carol and she's like I don't think girls should fight. And I just felt like Really? Cool. Um, Vicky Gunvalson? I kept thinking of that moment in my head where she was like screaming at Tamara. I was like, you're my soul sister. You're my blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, I found I that. I never told my life. 
Yeah, I was like, cool. Um, she wasn't it's weird. It's weird, but also the environment. Like, there was some shady shit that I could ask some of these bitches that mm-hmm. I didn't want to because it was the environment was like for Bobby, and like the proceeds went to like a thyroid cancer charity, which is amazing. It's, it's, it's I by talk, Jill's I think. grace that right. everybody's there. A hundred percent. So you want to be respectful, Jill? We took a selfie after the interview, and she like nuzzled me, and I was like, a hundred percent into it. She looks so fucking good in real life like she honestly she just looks so refreshed like shout out to pat wexler because the work that she's she does like the i don't know injectable facelift or Mm -hmm. something she did that on the show she just looks so good and she her energy is really positive yeah and it wasn't put upon for the event she genuinely was open and friendly and i just can't stop thinking about New York next season because I know a lot of you are team Bethany for whatever reason we're gonna get into it we're totally gonna get into it but I just think something is missing with Carol leaving I think the cast this season is so good and so right and I need like a grounded presence you need a grounded presence but also there was built-in uber drama if next season had like if the filming had begun like very shortly thereafter, like if they had mm-hmm. been able to like negotiate whatever, and I don't know how that works with like production schedules or whatever, but you would have known that the arc would be really, really positive. Like even if somehow Bethany and Carol could have come back to each other, and I don't think that's possible, but even being like, if, if that had happened, that would have been really weird and amazing. Like if they were still fighting, it would have been amazing. If Jill comes in, it would be great regardless. I just think something is missing with Carol being gone. And I wonder the only way I can see us getting out of it is not by introducing a new person. No, we need a we need a comeback. We need a comeback. It's not going to be Alex. Be Jill. It no, has they're to be not Jill. Ca- they didn't contact her. But here's the thing. Yes, Carol's gone. But the, the 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 healing could happen with Jill, and I would still feel it, even though it wasn't Carol. There was this big fracture. I would love another a, a segment of healing. And if Bethany and Jill could get on the same page and see each other, and they don't have to be best friends, but see each other, and then they've got you've got the islands, which is like. Sonia, Bethany, a little bit Lu- Luann are like a little bit of a team. Then Jill comes in. Jill could bridge the gap between like Jill could be like, well, I knew Tinsley when she was a socialite and like blah, blah, blah. And I think of her as a niece oh, or whatever. Yeah. And suddenly you've got <laughs> suddenly you've got a built in connection. Yeah, 100%. She's the niece I never had. She's 100%. Oh, my God. And Adam is Carol's nephew, by the way. Because <laughs> during that scene, I was like, this makes me so uncomfortable. And I know it's sexist. So, like, they have the I'm same so bone sorry. Because I fake dated a guy who was 16 years older than me. And we, like, 100% broke up this week. But we were not sleeping with each other anymore for a significant period of time. Um, But it's, like, literally, there's, like, a large difference. There's a large difference I just wonder what they them. could talk about. And then I remember that Him it's, like. Him putting it in her him putting sticking a carol pontificates on the state of like politics and the discourse and this couch and adam just is like yeah baby totally right and then they fuck and that's it that's I, don't the relationship. Think they, I don't think they talk about anything i think it's she's literally like flirty and giggles and he makes radish sushi and then they fuck each other for a long time and then yeah. they play with baby like i don't think i think that carol loved adam because she didn't have to she could be what she aspires to remain which is a young cool woman like carrie bradshaw season one is what she thinks that she is a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent and i can see that being graded over a period of time but i've also never been cool like not for a single moment in my entire life have i ever been like yeah cool with a capital k shall we say you know like me neither I'm, i feel like i have been i have felt popular for moments sure, in my yeah, life yeah, yeah. but never cool never cool never cool carol is 
cool, which I don't know. I don't know that I could ever socialize with her. I think she would be great at a dinner party. I don't want to socialize with anyone cool. Yeah, no, it would just be, I would just feel self-conscious about being like screechy. I love that. I really love that. I'm so into hexagonal shapes. You're like, what are you talking about? And also her Instagram now is just like her remaining super cool, which is. She's like, you know what's so transformative? Fringe. You're like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Is that deep? You think that's deep? No, I know. Which is which not- is weird because when you read her book, which like a, a ghost I'm wrote, still- <laughs> you're like, this is really deep, and like you obviously have things to say, even if like you didn't put them in with your own okay, fingers. Okay, I'm still on the childhood portion of that book. I feel like her oh, childhood really? is going on forever, and yeah. I just I keep picking it up, and then I like read literally two sentences, you're and I'm like, like I'm done. enough for the day. <laughs> low deck it is like I'm just not I can't I yeah. can't get into it can't get it up. okay so tell me your thoughts on so how crazy is it that on watch what happens live a listener viewer whatever the fucker um asked Sonia about the boat trip and they were like how long was it since we didn't see it for the 17 hours and she literally said three to four minutes the actual like craziest I was like if a fucking crew member can't lift their iPhone All and I press record for three to four minutes I will was murder them you couldn't get listen you had Luann get her phone out a crew member couldn't pop their iPhone X out of their pocket even if it's not safe to operate the electrical equipment take your iPhone which is waterproof out of your pocket point it at them hit the record button right. and do your fucking job and you had the audio you had the audio so w- just give me a visual and Wait let me second. hear what's happening why don't we here's the thing here's how we know they are lying to us because they did have the audio so yeah. what what it must have been we didn't even get that shitting. night we got the next day like we didn't even cut to we that got a night little flashback. A we got a two second flashback to them like dancing or whatever the fuck this is how we know that either Bravo knew that it was a liability or the wives were like, if you show a single second of us hysterically crying and try to use that for entertainment reasons, we will sue you forever. Yeah, maybe. And, and you I, know what? The only reason that, 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 that they got away with saying that was Bethany. Nobody else would be would have the pull with the network and to, to say, say to what? Andy and the producers, like, you're not showing that specific moment. Oh, 100%. It was Bethany that got that done. Or the wives were saying... Because hey, Luann couldn't get her police video off the screen. <laughs> so, like... I think that I think the wives were maybe like we're maybe thinking about suing you for more for like a boat bonus on this yeah. and they were like let's not show it so that they can't get that money yeah. I don't know well I don't also know. how fucking crazy was it that t- first off that Tinsley was like it was fine it was no big deal first off that's wild and second Carol then being like listen I'm not a therapist but here's what's wrong with you I was like and also Jordan my friend Jordan Valu who does um uh, the housewife shows with me and is amazing on Twitter um pointed out that like Carol got back to land away from Bethany totally free from the drama and the crying and Tinsley came over and immediately burst into tears and you know she was like I've made a huge mistake (laughs) (laughs) I signed a deal with the devil Tinsley is like a little baby something Tinsley is I don't know what she is. I wrote a note to myself, but I don't remember where I put it because I'm the best. But I said that Tinsley was something. And oh, I wrote is can is Candace on Potomac the Tinsley of is Candace the Tinsley of Potomac? Yes. Because there's something about like having a seemingly younger, although that has a lot to do with their emotional immaturity, person on the show who doesn't necessarily make sense with these women. But kind of works. And I mean, I think I'll that's say the same both... thing about Gina on the new girl on OC, which is like, yeah, she's weird. It's I don't weird. think Emily works. I want to know what's going on with her marriage and like what they're covering up. But he's gay. I, I just revealed it. Really? 100% he's a homosexual. I didn't pick up on that. 
I mean, I picked up on the fact that he was a Mormon who like was faking his wedding. He's a Persian Mormon homosexual man. You that don't makes sense. That? No, it makes sense now that you said that. I mean, it's not that he told me. Yeah, no, I know. But like that now that you've pointed me in uh, yeah. the direction, I have the scent. But yeah, at the my, moment, I thought my, like. My like, hag gaydar was like I thought like, screaming. did he get her pregnant or like was he trying to cover up for some like. No, I think he like cries when he puts it in her. 100%. Uh-huh, and it's not sense. out of joy. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Same thing with Gina, but he's not gay. He just hates her. But you love. <laughs> 100%. But you love Gina. I love Gina. Even though she makes no sense because she's like the same age as Vicky's children. Um, I love her because I loved that she came to fucking play. She put her foot in her mouth like a true Long Islander. And like for all the talk about like, I'm from Long Island, I'm from Long Island. Um, and everyone being like, you're from New York. You'll say it how it is. I was like, that's bullshit. Don't blah, blah, blah. You're making too much out of your Long Islandness because I'm from Long Island. And then she immediately started putting her foot in her mouth and being like, that girl's an idiot about Vicky when Vicky was sitting right there. I was like, yeah, that's Long Island. And that's the energy we need. Because the whole OC thing is to be like, to be fighting and to make it emotional and blah, blah, blah. And very manufactured. And very manufactured. I think Gina's legitimately going to fuck up, say insulting things to people about their own children, and then be like, what? I don't give a shit. Like, that energy, like, you need a little of it. And we haven't had that no scene in a long time. I would like a Gina on Beverly Hills. I would like a Gina. Oh, my God. I know. And Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Confirmed. I don't know if that's the fix we need, but it's the direction we should be going. We have to get Tori Spelling on Beverly Hills. Like, no. yesterday. No, we don't. She Why? is going to be, like, the financial Kim Richards, and it's going to be too pathetic. Did you watch the late <laughs> the last episode of, like, what was it, like, Fixing Tori or, like, yeah. Tori? Ayanla Fix My Tori. Right? <laughs> Like, it was really sad. Like, I didn't watch the full season, but I yeah, started, it like... it was tough. And when it, she tells yeah, that story about good. her friend who died, like, in, from storytelling or whatever, she was on um, Hollywood Medium, who's a big faker, and I wrote an article and made a video about how he's a scam artist oh, he's and a monster. He's 100% the worst. I, like, inve- investigated him for, like, nine months, <gasps> met him. I, like, Tyler called Henry. people from his hometown. Like, I, I basically wrote, like, a scathing tell-all about him on the outline.com, so please Google that up. I put a lot oh of work into God. it. Oh, my God. And the video is incredible. I humble brag, full-on brag. But she went on his show and told the story about a guy that she knew who died of an overdose when they were out partying one night. And she's like, I didn't even know he did drugs. And I was like, Tori Spelling, you're telling me you didn't know that your huge cokehead friend had had so much cocaine that his heart exploded while you were at a club? Don't lie. But the bald facedness to lie and ugly cry. To a psychic. And then be like, I can't believe he did that to me. Like about her own dead friend. I was like, get her, this woman on a Bravo show. I just think she would be so depressing. Yeah, she has so was 90 Kim. kids. Like, you know, all those kids were a mistake. Like, Every you know single it. one. And they all look like each other and the kids look sad. And I it's know. like, if Bryn was they on already camera, look like they know, they know that mommy and daddy are fucked up and they know that there's a significant chance that they'll end up the same way. I don't know if I need that next to my diamonds and rosé. I just I, don't really know. I would know. prefer that. Lisa to- Vanderpump is going to be like, no. We gotta. I'm sorry. We gotta push Lisa over to Vanderpump Rules, where she truly flourishes. I don't think she needs to be on Beverly Hills anymore. I think she's only doing it so that Vanderpump Rules can continue to flourish. I think give Vanderpump Rules one more season. It's obviously phenomenal and amazing. It's incredible. And so much better TV than Beverly Hills. Is. Vanderpump Rules might be the first two seasons might be the greatest television show of all time. And also this like, past season. Oh, this past season was incredible. But I mean, like, if I was to tell someone, like, if they were like, prove to me reality TV television oh, yeah, has yeah. merit, I would give them those two seasons and be like. Come back to me with an apology because it is fucking art. Incredible. I mean, the last season too has been the one before this. I think it was four. I thought, are, are we are we past our sell by date? Are we starting to turn in the way that I felt Beverly Hills start to turn around season three or four? 
But no, this season came back with such like fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji that I'm like, run this show. Yeah, it was crazy. So I don't know what's going to happen with Tori, but we're talking about this because we're talking about how Gina has kind of um, started potentially a new path for OC. Here's Mm -hmm. the problem with Gina on OC, though. Okay, so we're pretending that she's still sort of happily married to her husband. (laughs) She's like, he comes here one day a week. (laughs) You know, she literally sees him like like, a custody agreement. Her poor son is like, her poor son is like, how many night times or whatever until I see daddy? Which is like 27. <laughs> and the poor zoo attendant was like, you saw that head whip around. Like, what are you it talking was, about? Yeah, no, it was super sad. But then if she is still allegedly talking to her husband on the phone whilst recording. See, I'm like fake fancy. Whilst recording um, uh, Housewives. Why is her husband not on speaker? Why is she allowed to talk directly to him on the phone so we can't pick up the audio? Did he at that point refuse to do the show, to refuse to be on camera for the show? And if so, why wasn't that a I deal think breaker? I think it was like Camille Grammer where she was like, obviously you're leaving me. I need a leapfrog. I need a financial thing. And he was like, yeah, you do need to make some money. And if this is the offer that comes in, fine. I'm not taking part in it. I don't want to be embarrassed. Well, I don't want... The Camille Grammer thing was Camille saying, I don't want to be on the show. And Kelsey was like, no, you totally should do it. You totally should do but it. That's I want to fuck an airline girl. He wants her on the show because oh, yeah, he's yeah. like, you'll make some money. It will lower the amount of like my alimony payments. It'll it'll uh, it'll really, it'll really give you something to do with an income that's none of my business. But we saw Kelsey... I mean, I yeah. Underst- I think that's the difference is he doesn't want any involvement, and Kelsey obviously was like, "I'll give you two scenes if it gets you on the show." It feels weird to me. It feels like it was do- no, but I guess that doesn't. I guess I'm totally wrong because I don't think she would involve her son asking like, "When is Daddy coming back?" Like, how many like night times or I don't think she controlled that. I think his the son just asked, and she was like, "Oh, it's all fine," because I think she's leapfrogging or lily padding or whatever it is. It's so weird to me. It's the thing about Gina that I don't. Because I need to see their marriage break up. I, I just feel weird about the fact that she's, we see a lot of the kids and absolutely we nothing of the husband. I feel like that's or weird. Or even like one screaming on the cell phone in the bathroom where she doesn't realize she's being recorded. Like we had that a little of that in the last episode where they were in the bathroom and they were like, maybe that'll oh our second that. chances will be like. And it was like, these new girls like, don't know to take their mics off. And Emily's like looking ahead to my divorce. <laughs> Lucky number three on the next fella. No, that was actually great. That was, that was great. Yeah. I thought I was going to hate them and I'm slowly liking them. Now I don't know if that is real or I'm just desperate, desperate. for any kind of feeling on OC. And I'm not getting anything. I mean, like Eddie maybe dying is something, I guess, but I don't care. Tamara's got to go. Vicky, she's an institution, but maybe it's time. I've seen everything I need to see from her. I've seen every firework. What Vicky, could she turn out at this point? And Vicky is she being gonna like, kill her own Kelly daughter? owes me an apology or whatever. Yeah, so I just weird. Don't, Kelly is so obviously right in this, aside from the guy that she was making out with, which was so obviously yeah. wrong. He was... But like Disgusting. we saw Vicky's full on delusion, a refusal to apologize at its peak with Brooks. And I don't know that like this fight doesn't even compare. It's like, OK, so you're doing the same thing where you pretend you did nothing wrong and you're not involved and everybody wronged you. And like I already s- I've seen this from you twice, three times. And now like it's just a lamer version. It's time for her to go. It's time to set Vicky out on a boat. I think that they told her this season like you can stay on if you make up with Tamara. And it's not That's 100% working. what happened. Yeah. But they must have told her that before the reunion. Because that the hug at the end of the reunion, the threesome hug was like so terrible. Also, while we're talking about OC and then we'll deep dive into New York, um, Shannon's food. Oh, my. And they were like, it tastes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what did Which they say? They were like, there's a lot of. Recorded. There's a lot of flavor. Sp- spice, in, spice in there. There's a lot. <laughs> and, and she was like, I'll give them the note. <laughs> 
<laughs> Poor Shannon it in her full so body bad. And she's like, I'm really good at cooking. And I'm like, Shannon, I believe it. Okay, because you want a curvy person. You know, like a yes. curvy person should, they know food. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they know if food. If a chef has never been heavy in their life, don't trust them. A hundred percent. No, it's That's not why good. Bethany stopped selling cupcakes and started selling booze. Because like Bethany has never made like a, like a Bethany heavy Bates cupcake. Bethany is Come not on. a hundred no. million dollar company. Um, it was, a. I felt so bad for those kids. Salmon with fucking cream cheese in the middle. It made, I honestly, I watched OC this week twice. It, which is always like my minimum. Um, it made me physically ill. And the way times. that these women talk to their kids about the divorced spouse is so you have to pretend that they, things are fine, that you are at least Unless um, you're Kelly. polite. Then you've got manners to right. each other. Like, you know, well, daddy has his opinion and I have mine and we respect both of our parents. Like, that's the stuff you have to say. Yeah. My fiance went through a divorce where his parents like just told him everything. And you can't do that. You cannot do that. You can't yeah. be like, well, daddy's dating a new woman and she's a bitch. Like, you can't say that to a child because they don't know how to process or what to do and they don't know where their alliance should be. And then they start keeping secrets from both of you about their opinions on what's happening that's none of their business that they aren't sophisticated enough to understand the nuances of like they know their dad cheated that's enough to deal with that was the hard thing with like the Jolie thing and also what was so gross with like Vicky using <sighs> Jolie as an excuse as to why she didn't tell like Jolie's mom that she as if was she couldn't send a text 100% which was like I can't Vicky was a lot but that was I felt bad for Jolie I, I feel hope so that. bad for Jolie because I think I think Kelly has really matured a lot and mm-hmm. she's become I, guys, she's become one of my favorites on OC, which I know is a low bar, but she really, from how much anger and hatred I felt of her, her first season through now, I mean, she's genuinely had an evolution and she I, learned I look what forward she's to mad her. about, Yes, which is a big step for a person. And it, it came late in life for her, but to know why you're mad or like why you feel wronged or slighted or whatever is a huge, she remarried that man. Cause she wasn't sure why she was upset about their marriage. Or she stayed with him because she didn't feel like she had an out. She didn't feel like she had a choice. Yeah. She just was like, something's wrong. I don't know what it is. I don't have any options on the table besides this. Right. So they were separated for two years or whatever and then got back together. She didn't yeah. seem, neither of them seemed thrilled about it. No. He wanted it, I think, she for saying, control. Like, we don't have sex. I don't like you. <laughs> like, 100%. Your daughter's in the room. When she got her, like, didn't she get a vajazzle? Not a vajazzle. She got some sort of vaginal re- rejuvenation. Rejuvenation. Yeah. Which, P.S., I'm going to Cindy's spa. Soon. Are you? She offered me a free <sighs> vagina treatment. And you then have we're to gonna, report back. I know. And then we're going interv- to interview her. And I just haven't. I haven't scheduled it because I just don't know what to do with my lady. <laughs> my lady's a little nervous. My lady's like, we don't need a spa. Mm. We're good. So, guys. I know someone that went for anal bleaching and I was like. Bleaching is one of their options, but I'm like, I bleach like, what? I don't, I don't know. understand. I was like, I barely like bleaching my hair. <laughs> I mean, like, but like, I don't. Why is, is that a thing that people care about? Porn stars, I guess. Guys, am I a porn star? <laughs> Oh, my God. My Tinder bio is changing soon. Breaking news. Um, Get it for free. Okay, so let's talk about New York a little bit more because I need to get your thoughts. So first off, I am almost overwhelmed with the tweet that Bethany sent about (gasps) Ramona that I put on my Insta story. So, guys, if you're not following me on Instagram, and none of you are, so thanks so much, follow me at Dame Galley. Obviously, follow Ryan Houlihan at at Ryan Houlihan. But I'm looking at this tweet because it's 
so insane. It's like unbelievable. Um, so Al, somebody, whatever, tweeted Bethany and was like about Ramona. You could have acknowledged her invitation or her progress with her skincare line. Which sidebar? Didn't Ramona have skincare previously? She had like True Renewal yep. or New she Faith, True Renewal facials or New Beginnings, True Renewal or skincare Time. line, and also. My thought on this, and I have to put this out at the top, and then we can uh, maybe it will color how we talk about this tweet. Okay. Do not Photoshop yourself in your ads for your skincare line. That is an immediate tell to me that you don't have faith in the product or your own skin or like. Do you know what I mean? Or do a lighter touch Photoshop. A much lighter touch. You need to change like lighting. Maybe take out like do a, a dark glossier circle. style. Right. Yes, and also, um, you cannot go out there and pretend you have to say like obviously I've had procedures done but you know on my day-to-day maintenance and you can get all the facelifts in the world but if you want to look good you also have to take care of yourself every day like you have to go out and openly state what other stuff you've had and say like but this is like the thing that gives me that glow or that extra perk and all of that stuff because we are savvy and we know the difference and for a moment to walk around and be like I have become a genius at skincare and I just put it on my face and I look 30 and it's like you do look she does look like she's, she's in her a 30s. great businesswoman you guys just but, ask her about it so i don't know this bethany thing read this tweet out wait i just missed it um where did i put New York it city you is guys, my I playground just it a second ago and i'm a bully on the playground here we go okay um <laughs> that's exactly it. okay so somebody asks bethany like why she didn't acknowledge the invitation which i think it's tr- i think she should have been like hard pass i'm not coming yeah. right she didn't cause she's kind of a dick because you know an assistant was like ramona sent you an invite to this and thing she was like she can go fuck herself and she was like fuck that don't even respond 100%. and yeah so bethany says it doesn't exist and as a businesswoman I am done allowing people to pretend business is easy or have pretend parties to launch products that are fairy tales watch cartoons if you want fantasy go to the filming and say that in your confessional like an adult don't send out a tweet six months later own up to your bullshit and say I'm at this stupid thing for a product that doesn't exist. Meanwhile, I'm supposed to be in a conference call. Like, do your whole Bethany thing. We would have laughed. We would have lived. We would have clapped. Luann shading Ramona's house when she's getting sued over her house that she swindled out of her own children. <laughs> like, that that was amazing. Go do that. And we will be like, well, Bethany knows what she's talking about. With the tipsy girl thing, I was like, Bethany knows what she's talking about because she engaged with the fucking storyline. To go and be like, I'm not even dignifying this. You're not dignifying us, the audience who's watching the show that you're on? Okay. Then don't come to filming. See how that, how far that gets you. I need to cuddle with you. (laughs) Like literally that's it. Like Bethany, you're on a TV show. You're on a television show. You can't do your job. You, she literally is trying to business shame a co-star, but the purpose of being on the TV show is being on the TV show. So talk about it. As Casey Wilson said on Bitch Sesh recently and also on, um, sorry to mention your competitor. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God, my goal in life is to be a competitor of Bitch Sesh. So it's but a pleasure. as she said on that, which is a quote from Oprah, um, and I don't believe Oprah copied it from anyone. I think Oprah came up with it, oh, is respect it. the red light. Respect the red light. Respect your audience. You show up. You have energy. You turn it on. And if you can't do that, don't take part in the show. Wait, does, so I don't listen to, I was obsessed with Bitch Sesh, but I don't listen to, I haven't listened to it since I started Andy's Girls because I don't you want that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't As want I it. Right, <laughs> and I don't want it to color how I view of things. Course, I want, yeah. if I'm wrong, like I want to be like deeply On in your own. Right. Um, but what are they, how do they feel about Bethany versus Carol? Okay, so I agree with them here, which is okay. that at first I thought like, 
I don't know who's right and who's wrong. I'm just enjoying the drama. Then I thought like team nobody. I They're both bad people and they're being bad to each other. And like either their choices or their behavior I think is like shitty. And Carol gaslighting is shitty. And Bethany being manipulative with the facts and screaming and crying and making a scene is shitty. And trying to force someone to be her friend is shitty because that's Jill. Um <laughs> But that was the Jill fight. And yeah, it was no, like, Jill did something wrong. And 100%. now Bethany's doing the same thing. But they come down on, and this is how I feel. At this point, I'm team Bethany because I just can't fucking stand Carol's cool behavior. I can't stand her pretending. What? And her, like, her tone policing of Bethany and making fun of her for crying was very uncomfortable. And the whole, like, Diane Keaton covering up all of my skin and being like, I don't know, like, you should have called me. Like, the, just the vibe of it. I'm like, I'd rather watch Bethany. And I also have been the person who is having way too big an emotional response to something as like is pathologically needs to control how people see me. Like I've been the person who needs to be liked. I've been the person who's like, why can't you forgive me? Or like trying to force behavior out of somebody. And that's bad. Don't do that. But to turn around then and then make fun of them and shame them, you're not teaching them. You're not helping them. You're just taking someone who's already down and maybe they wounded themselves, but don't put sand in someone's wound or pretend that they don't have wound. If someone's crying Talk to them and get them calm and get them to an okay place and then tell them why they shouldn't have been crying. Ryan, but you can't, in a crisis, shame somebody for being upset. Hashtag, this is a crisis, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem with that to me. Okay. It's not Carol's job to constantly exist as a conduit for Bethany to lose her mind. I agree, but she has not said that to her. She has not said to her, How I do don't want to do this. Because I don't. all we've isn't seen that, on camera... Isn't that what she has, in fact, done? I feel like I've actually seen Bethany... She Carol's has said, like, repeatedly. I'm not putting up with this. I'm not I'm not engaging with someone like this. I don't want to, you know, that's, if you're going to act like that, act like that. But what she needs to say is, Bethany, I would like to have a real calm conversation. And I need us both to stay calm. And we need to just sit down without pointing out facts and stuff. And just tell me how you feel. I'll tell you how I feel. I don't think we can be friends right now. It's not good for me, but I wish you the best and then walk away. I honestly think that Carol has not done that, sure, but has come very close to that. And sure, which is like, I want her to take that step. Also, I just don't like Carol. <laughs> okay, I get you not liking Carol, On but the I show. also feel I think like... she'd be fine. I don't know that I would want to have dinner with her, but I think she's a fine, normal human being in person. Oh, I, I would rather like, the reverse. Be... Oh, you know, really? like I'd rather, yeah. But I don't, I don't know that it's Carol's job to say that to Bethany. I think Carol is totally... 100% valid to be like I am done now like we don't have we don't have the space in how our relationship currently is where I can have that with you because mm -hmm. I know that you will lose your mind and you're emotionally unstable and you're a living wound I think Carol's just like cool this has been great we were good friends for a long time but I am tired of being a friend of yours and not like a mutual but maybe to me it feels like in the real world fine on Housewives, where you're part of the same cast, you can't go to dinners and ignore the person you used to be best friends with and have not had said that to her and said, we're disengaging. To not have the conversation and to pretend like, you know, we were barely friends and now we're just not friends is such a weird thing to me. Sure, but if Carol's being professionally passive, Bethany's being passive aggressive. Like the guy, when she's like making fun of her for liking the guy with the red scar for saying I mean Bethany's a monster down. I am not defending Bethany as a person I am not saying either of them are doing the right thing or that I'm team anybody but I will say I empathize with Bethany's Bethany's situation more than I empathize with Carol's I and maybe that's just personal I find it interesting I don't judge anyone who's team Carol I'm not like no, no, you're no, no, wrong I get it no I get it I find it interesting that a lot of people have been saying that Bethany tried harder to mend the friendship like she no, she, she did more right exactly <laughs> she did more to mend the friendship but then I also also think she's the one responsible for the 
ending of the friendship more than Carol is. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking in my head, this is really bad. Carol might appreciate this. Bethany doesn't care because she doesn't care about the world. But I, aside from Puerto Rico, which is amazing, blah, blah, blah. But but I'm sorry. The tour of her new apartment, I want her to keep doing all her Puerto Rico work. But the tour of her new apartment, all that said to me was like, I deserve this. I'm rich. And being part of the 1% is fun. And I'm never going to turn it. And it's like... It's sort of the, I guess, I, I guess I'm becoming Chapo Trap House, but like it's sort of a neo-lib <laughs> thing to be like, I have this beautiful penthouse. I deserve my millions. I am a boss bitch, blah, 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 blah. And then be like, but we need to help out Puerto Rico. Like it's kind of talking from two sides of your mouth. And I just don't, anytime anyone has that level of gaudy, whatever, I just get uncomfortable. Even Ramona talking about how she like online shopped for her like Which weird. Which like the saddest, saddest. Shout out to those editors, by the way, who are Fuck. doing God's work by putting both Shout of those Shout out to Luann for saying what we were Luan, all thinking when Dorinda was like, oh it's beautiful. Oh my God, Liar. please come back to the show. I hope everything works out with your health because you are magical. But I keep thinking about like Trump and the separating families thing when like yeah. they were like, you know, let's fuck up all these people for the rest of their lives, especially kids. And then he like signed the order to say like, maybe it should be illegal. Look at this great thing that I did you know like I'm fixing this thing look at what great work I'm doing and it's like cool but you started this to begin with yeah and I keep thinking about that with Bethany and Carol because people are like Bethany's trying more she's showing more she's like she's being more emotional about it and it's like cool but also the reason that they're no longer friends seems to be a lot because of Bethany's Bethany's fault and behavior right so it's like why are we giving her credit for I don't know, crying about it. I'm just tired of it. I don't know. I, I, some of the listeners have, re- and guys, I love when you get in touch with me. So, um, continue to do that. But I, <laughs> I'm no, not I really shaming do- you for your opinions. <laughs> I don't always agree with you, but I like hearing them. Um, uh, you know, someone was like, I'm tired of hearing, I'm tired of the Bethany Carroll fight. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I guess I wish I felt that way. I don't think I ever will. I can't stop talking about it. I think about it all the time. And I just kind of feel like, there are so many angles to this, but I genuinely, I mean, like you're saying a lot of stuff that's interesting. I just don't. I think they're both completely wrong. I think they're both completely wrong. And me being team Carol is less about being team Carol and more about not hating the way, right. Hating the way that Bethany has been behaving and knowing that as a Bethany OG, like stand for her. It's not enough that I loved her since season one. That I is not enough of a reason. Part of it too is that everybody blames Bethany for the shitty things that she did to Jules or the shitty things that she did to Kristen or, or Heather or Heather. But here's the thing. Carol co-signed all of it and was happy to sit next to her and let her do the bad behavior and make her snippy remarks. Oh, and all I can say is Carol to act like she's better than that behavior is wild. Cause she was so happy to sign her name on Bethany's evil deeds. So I will say, I guess at the end of the day, they're both wrong. I just, I am, I, I can empathize if not sympathize with Bethany's behavior pattern and the situation she's found herself in of her own making. Um, but with Carol, I'm just like, it would take you two seconds to like, I don't know, to have this conversation in a different way. And I guess because she's holding all the cards of like civility and all that stuff, it just seems easier for her to approach this but in honestly, a better way. Ryan, true talk. So Carol does exactly what you're saying. What on earth? Bethany is not emotionally mature enough or. and th- But that's fine. Because then Carol did. She did the right thing. She was. she Bethany showed her ass. And then at the end of it, Carol's like, I did what I could do. Like I was the bigger person and I tried and. You know, and then we're done. And I can say, you know what? Carol did the right thing. But for right now, it just feels like Bethany's walking around like an open wound and everybody's either ignoring the wound or like pushing on it and then make, being like, why do you have a wound? And it's like, whether she stabbed herself or not, just let's stitch her up before we make fun of her. I feel like she's a masked 
I don't know. I don't want to know if it's really too much power or something. I just She's don't. delusional. At a certain point, you break with reality. Being rich and in a bubble and, and controlling famous. and famous, famous. is a very, very specific kind of wealth. And Bethany is a sad person because she thought all of this would make her happy. And she has an unprecedented level of control over her own life. And she's still not happy. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think that Bethany is fundamentally broken in a way that she hasn't actually really tackled. And, like, she hasn't dealt with her parents' bullshit. And she hasn't dealt with, like, what Jason did to her on national TV and the failure of her talk show and all this stuff. She hasn't, like, dealt with the fact that she isn't taken seriously as a businesswoman right now because she signed her company over. She's basically a spokesperson for her own invention. And, like, to feel like you're capable and you could be a businesswoman and you should be a CEO and all this stuff, even if she's making money and run and go to all these meetings and stuff, I feel like she sees herself as a little entrepreneur and her company and the world treats her like a spokesperson. And she's probably really like the difference between all the things she ascribes to her life, like the labels she could list, rich, in control, famous, and how she actually feels in reaction to her day-to-day life is probably really fucks her up. And then she turns to Brynn and she's got to turn on happy mommy. Everything's perfect. Here's a new apartment, new fresh start. Here's another new fresh start. Here's another new fresh start. And like, I just think she's really lives in a bubble of delusion and she's broke. She's not who we met. And like, it has become this warped person. Um, I think it's fascinating to watch. Um, but maybe it's because we spent more time with her and she's given us more of her inner life that I, like, I see how she got there. 100%. And so I have a little bit of empathy for how she like, hurts all the time. So I think she is always in pain. I think she's always in pain. Bethany doesn't live here anymore. Do you think she'll live here again or is it too late? I think she's, she would need to get off of television. Which will never happen. Go away to like Euripia. <laughs> to Kuala Lumpur, to Mars, and sit down and raise Brynn in a day-to-day life and start a new little company, like a new project to tackle, and be away. And five years later, she could come back and be the Bethany that's grounded and all this stuff. That will never happen. It will never happen. And Bethany will run for governor in five years, and we'll all be like, God, I can't believe this is happening again. She's like genuinely thinking about it. Oh, she's going to. She's going to run for mayor or governor or something in four or five years. I also think that's what the Kardashians are planning to do, but that's my... Which Kardashian? Oh, Kim? Kim or Chris... Kanye, though, is a liability. My God. That's why I think Chris might run. For... I mean, they're in tight with the... PTA? uh, What is she going to run? Harvey Levin and the Trump publicist. I mean, um, on um, a bonus episode of... Uh, sexy unique podcast pop the matt from pop culture died in 2009 gave this entire outline of how like the pr system works how all those people got famous and have the same business context like the hiltons the kardashians and the trumps and how they copy what works for each other's playbook and like how chris is in really tight with the trumps and like she had a business in trump tower like a mini version of trump university that ran under donald trump and like the hiltons and all of them use the same publicity machine they use the same um like jeff zucker harvey levin like they're all in tied in with all of that and and so I think the Kardashians are looking at nobody cares about pop culture. Nobody cares about fame. Nobody's reading um, uh, TMZ. Like the main versions of pop culture that have survived are Bravo, you know, like um, certain music stars. But for the most part, the democratization, like social media, people don't care about paparazzi pictures. So what's the next thing? Like politics is currently politics and like Bravo are currently the most like talked about things in their consumer base and I feel like they conquered reality TV I think they're gonna go into politics next and I think Bethany sees that Bethany's like I'll look like a good person it'll give me power and control Uh, what's the one kind of power Bethany doesn't have she's rich she's famous she's like pretty she's like a certain age she has all of the things that you could kind of ask for at her in her stage in life except political power I think Bethany's like crazy power hungry 
she feels she's got like a ton of vanity about like I'm the only person who can do this correctly I'm the only person who could get it done I know it's best and I think she's going to run for some kind of office I don't know if it's going to be mayor I don't know if she's going to run for governor but I think like her next thing is to be like a an organizer for Puerto Rico. She's going to transition that to organizing around here. And I think she's going into politics. It's going to be so, I don't know if she's going to stay on the show while she does it, which would be fascinating, but she might do a mini series, Bethany's run for office or something. And it's going to be (sighs) wild. And Carol is going to be in the press being like, she's crazy as a member of a political family. You know what Lee Radswell said to me once? That's what she's going to say. And you're going to be like, okay, I'm telling you that oh I'm my God, predicting that makes the future. Me, honestly, my first physical instinct is like nausea, but cool. I mean, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't, well, we we don't really know how she feels because she, she kind of pulled a T-Swift during 2016 mm-hmm. and was she's like, like, she made some donations to Hillary and was like, politics, that's crazy. <laughs> everybody there's a lot of chatter about politics <laughs> these days anyway i'm rich oh my god that makes me feel not not good, good. but maybe i'd volunteer if i can get some girl popcorn that i'm not allowed to currently eat by my doctors but like would like to be near it i don't know i honestly think it would be interesting i also don't know i think she's also the kind of personality that has a lot of success in politics so i really don't know how awful it would be compared to trump but i also think like no it'd be so much anything is better yeah literally my dress is better i also I mean, think my like we great, have but. to stop letting people transition from reality tv to volunteer work yeah i think this politics. was a fun social experiment and, and I we learned that that we should do it. It's going to be a series finale, you guys, on our country and yeah. also this idea. I don't know how I, I mean, who do you think would be the best president of the current cast of New York? Of New York. Um, the best president. I mean, I guess I have to say Bethany by default. Maybe Carol, because I think Carol is calm and she also knows what she can't do and hands a lot of stuff off to people to take care of. So I, <laughs> I, she's like you the think least... she's gonna be the ghost president is exactly i think she would president. be like i want this to go well and i don't know what i'm doing so let's hire some people who will make this go well i also think like bethany's probably the only person who could get up in the morning for like briefings <laughs> the cia bethany, or whatever bethany would ask for like additional meetings <laughs> like bethany would work an 18 hour day and be like oh are we are we luann would literally start early? a war two days in uh sonia would like she would be she would have the oval office turned into genie's bottle and never leave <laughs> Just shitting everywhere. Just shitting everywhere. Oh, yeah. Ramona. Um, Ramona would just kill everyone. Just <laughs> Ramona would just, just for you fun. You know what? I think, I think I've had enough of welfare. We're not doing it anymore. You got to go out there and get your oh own jobs. Oh, my God. Ramona. Okay. So is there anything else that we need to say? What did you think about Carol bringing up Tinsley's abusive relationship? I thought that was a lot. I, yeah. I, I, I think I, I, I mentioned it in it. passing, but like, if, if you are not like... You do not know this girl well enough. You are not a psychologist. You do not. What are we talking about? It was a wild thing to just bring up out of nowhere. Yeah, and that's also, why Tinsley then started to cry. I well, was like, she cool. also said to Tinsley, like, no matter what you're presented with, you don't have any reaction because that's your reaction to discord. And Tinsley burst into tears, proving that wrong. <laughs> yeah, Carol was trying to like armchair psychiatrist it in a way like, that I was Carol, like, yeah, that's not great. Mm-hmm. No, it's not, not a good look. I don't know how that friendship's going to work out when Carol, since Carol's fired and who knows what the fuck's going to happen with Tinsley. I don't know what's going to happen with Tinsley. If she's going to stay, she made an alliance. So I, I think we need to out. bring in one of Tinsley's messier friends, especially maybe so from, any like, of them. from like high society 
And oh my god, that one guy who kept asking his mom for access to the trust <laughs> it, with like three <laughs> names, like John, Michael, whatever. I would yeah. be super into him. Yeah, we need to bring in her like or that like racist one who yeah. is like fighting with the maid. Like we need to bring in some messy Tinsley friend <gasps> and let them oh be like god. the villains and you, run around. You guys, if you haven't watched High Society, the Please. worst reality show of all time, starting our starring our lovely Tins, and you need to watch it post haste. Like because Gossip Girl was based on her, and then High Society was based on Gossip Girl. And when you photocopy a photocopy, what do you get? <laughs> <laughs> Some blurred lines. <laughs> really over that. Okay, not just the ones that she snorts. Um. Okay, we need to talk about Potomac. I have so much. I just we gotta slam through this because I got so many thoughts. Okay, tell me all of your thoughts. Karen Huger. I tweeted <laughs> this, but Karen Huger talking about serving a fake homemade breakfast in her fake house to her fake man, talking about their fake solutions for their fake tax. <laughs> And also her fake fragrance. And yep. With her fake fragrance, fake her name. fake hair, like all of that. <laughs> was a mood <laughs> and I was like not only do I aspire to like the level of like delusion and like the just the bald face like you're gonna I'm gonna do this and you're gonna accept it like that confidence is amazing and that's how con people like do their jobs uh which is stealing um but also like <laughs> I have you ever t- sometimes have like an imposter syndrome or you feel like a fake or whatever 100% all the time to do that and be like I am the real deal, baby, is wild. And I was like, I want that. I want to feel so to fully be like a a completely made up situation in house and then be like, this is just Karen's life and you're jealous of it. To the point that they literally edited in a producer saying, we need more details. And And Karen's like, like, you're not going to get them. Go fuck yourself. And like, (laughs) that is actually what happened. Like Karen is a paid cast member and a producer is asking her for more information and she refuses. And it's, fantastic and they're they fully hate her like they put quotations around her assistant they put like question marks on things what's the deal with matt i I think he she paid him a flat fee and he was like i'll take like four hundred dollars and my chance to be on tv and like i'll be a little mini character or whatever he was like so excited to be involved he also like got the juicy goss and he was just happy to be there. Like And like spreading it. And but yeah. there's like friends with the other women. But he's not an it. assistant. He is not, he's not work an assistant. For her. He's like not a he fake answered lawyer. someone asked like through the grapevine, a friend of a friend was like, whatever. And so their whole history, he was probably like, I met you that one time ten years ago. And it just keeps getting pushed back and back and their relationship keeps getting more and more like close because they're just trying to cover up their lie with and like because more the lies. Black Bill Gates refuses to film. <laughs> he's doing the bare minimum. Like when that's, she like that's the thing too. Too. she needs a confidant 100 percent. and when she when he's like okay so we came to a settlement she does this big huge dramatic <gasps> oh my oh, god you solved it and it's like, like if he misses a single payment like fucked. you're both going to prison like 100%. and his face is like we're not okay like yeah. we're not <laughs> this isn't solved she's like you did it he's like did i <laughs> he's 100 percent shoving to a croissant down he's 100 percent taking oh, their car he's moving to florida getting on a boat and getting to cuba <laughs> Because they don't, they have like loose extradition laws. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Um, uh, what do you think about Ashley and Michael and Michael? First being off, speaking of not having phenomenal. a confidant, Ashley going to this therapist she's never met before to film a th- filming a therapy session is Jack's level fakery, which I'm not down for. No th- real therapist is gonna let a Doctor Amador. <laughs> Bethany ever after yeah, would exactly. agree to disagree. Wait, and then that therapist had like a sign that said like therapy is not a dirty word. And it was like, we're at a therapist's office. Like, who are you convincing? I Put know. that outside the office. <laughs> Let people see it who walk by. Were you telling the viewers at home that they need to go to therapy? Because if I watched oh that, God, I would be so scared of a therapist. So funny. Isn't Ashley? No, it's um, 
it's mm, Candace's mom is also like a psychologist, yeah, which is mom crazy because like her mom's crazy. I'm so into her mom. I know that like on her OC mom is like, you're looking real fat. I was like, you're a professional psychologist. Uh, on OC, they're pushing like um, Emily's mother-in-law to be the new mama Elsa, which I'm not mm-hmm. into. No, I could get so much. Why is Candace's mom not a housewife? Like I get why yeah. she's not, but like I could use more of her and also her super People always talk husband. about the moms on Vanderpump Rules and how they're all like wild and we would love a show about them. And mm. I was like, the show you're describing is Real Housewives and they need to cast People like that, like real wackos. A hundred percent. But um, I love, I think Ashley, listen, I think Ashley knows the score. She knows Michael's not going to give her kids. She's currently in a negotiation phase, which is like, she signed on for those two more years because she knows if she leaves in a year, if she leaves in three years, she's in four years. Like she's either staying long enough to make that money or she's leaving now and signing on for a couple more years in that like prenuptial postnuptial agreement thing. It's not going to make the huge difference of her decision. I think she, if she could have a baby with Michael, she'd stick around for like four or five years, get the money, get the kid through into like middle school and then divorce him and be done. I think right now she's realizing that's not an option and she just needs to get out and come up with a second plan. And I also think like this is her starter husband. I love Ashley. She's going to be on the show. I think for a a long time, I think she's very good at being a housewife. She's very good at being a housewife. She has a way of making like her conflict and her fights and everything sound so natural. So organic. In a way that like Rinna is definitely does the work, but it's a little clunkier. 100%. And like Ashley. It's not artificial. Ashley knows. Ashley is like on the varsity side of the game. Like Ashley understands it. Ashley has taken like reality TV dark arts 401 and she's ready to graduate. But I think, um, I think she's amazing. I think their marriage is not real finish the sentence and then i have some breaking news okay i think i'll finish this thought and say i don't think that their marriage is real but i think um i think he's gay guys sidebar sorry to potomac dennis shields rest in peace (gasps) bethany frankel's on and off boyfriend was found (gasps) thanks to ag listener erica for sending this to me was found dead in his trump tower pad friday of a suspected overdose dennis shields you guys are he lived in trump tower yeah. This is wild. Because that's, remember, she that's shared a story about, like, running into him. About Trump. I'm sure that's why it was. Oh, but anyway. Dennis fuck. Shields had asked his assistant <gasps> to, this is all in the New York Post. Dennis Shields had asked his assistant to administer Narcan around 9 a.m., believing he was overdosing on prescription pills. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, Hashtag my pray God. for Demi Lovato, by the way. But the 51-year-old lost consciousness before the medication <gasps> used to reverse opioid overdoses kicked in. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Bethany <gasps> and her abandonment issues. She is oh going to be Oh, my God. She's fucked. fucked. She's fucked. I Although actually feel this, so bad for I her I feel right so now. bad for her. I, this is the I worst thing that could have happened. In <laughs> I mean, you look like the Joker right now. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, when I've had family members die, I, it's the injectables. <laughs> the poison. Oh my god! No, in, that's really. In May, sad. the reality TV star told Steve Harvey that the relationship was complicated, according to People. I've been with someone on and off for years. She said it's like a partnership where if we're not being teammates and it's not working, and one man is down, then the other man is down. We're trying to really kind of be Didn't good they take partners 90 days and be not good teammates. To each other? Well, that's what I was just thinking. This is be- they're going to have to re-edit. No, actually, I I don't think they are because I don't think he. Oh my God, guys! I'm in a state of shock right now. Wow. Wait, 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 w
hand with my hand. It's literally, I wish that we had been video recording it at the moment because we literally had, it was like a mutual thought bubble. fell off of the couch. At the same time, which is that like Jill has to be back now. Jill has to come back. Because she's essentially a widow. I'm alone For all intents and purposes. She is essentially a widow. I hope someone makes a gift bag joke at Dennis's. Oh my god! No, I'm kidding. This is actually very sad. Wait a sad. second. Wait, this really just happened. On what's gonna the podcast, happen with, what's going to happen with Bethany's Insta stories? Oh god, she's got to take Let's a break. Just I don't want to see her crying on her own Insta stories. Oh my god! If the dog led to the kind of Insta story, I'm just going to really quickly go through. She was posting shit until three hours ago, and it's two twenty eight. Wow. So three hours. She, she probably just found out. She probably just found it. It he she a hundred percent just found out because if he asked for Narcan at nine a.m. and then died shortly thereafter, let's say he died around like ten thirty ish, she probably didn't know for at oh least an God. hour. Although the assistant, I'm sure, straight away texted her. Oh my God! I literally cannot believe that Dennis Shields is dead. And not to make this about me, but this is going to complicate my next live show because I'm I play I always play Bethany and I really play it up and I have a good time making fun of her and now I'm going to feel really bad about it. <laughs> No, you shouldn't feel bad. You're doing oh, for the sir. next month. I'm gonna be like this poor woman. <laughs> but they weren't even really together. Yes, she's gonna take this hard though. Oh my God, who told Jason? By the way. Oh, oh God, I hope he doesn't say something. Shitty. What do you think Jill's gonna text her? Girl, I'm there for you. <laughs> she's gonna send over a rug to the shiva because yeah, Bethany yeah. sent skinny girl Pinot Grigio or whatever. That's what she's gonna do. She's gonna send some rugs and say like, wrap yourself up in this. <laughs> And it's a hug. I'm. Oh, oh God. God. Does this? God, this really cuts into my Ashley Darby material. (laughs) (laughs) I had so much to say about Robin's haircut, but I guess because that's out the window (laughs) with with most of her hair. (laughs) Oh Oh, no! Wait, I really do feel terrible. I'm just honestly in shock, and we've both had. (laughs) We just talked shit about her for we a We just song, talked shit about her. And also, I've had sort of a difficult week. So it's like. Yeah, we both have we had. We both have had rough weeks. So it's like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to buy um, a bottle of Skinny Girl tonight to support the brand. I'll Venmo you for a dollar of it. <laughs> um, I will contribute to that fund. Oh, my the God. Rest, rest in peace. Dennis. Whoever had to tell Bryn oh that God. new daddy. <laughs> daddy. Daddy Warbucks or whatever is that. Fuck! He oh died in Trump Tower. Like it couldn't be not more that. It's not the first body to be carried out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first first body that like Bethany knew. Oh, oh God! God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Should we get back to Potomac? I mean, I guess I don't know what else to say about it except like Bethany. If you ever hear this, or someone who knows her hears don't this, show I'm her real this. sorry. Don't show her this, even though it's an audio <laughs> podcast. Bethany, um, anyway. wait, maybe this will help <laughs> her emotional issues. When is the next time she's on Watch What Happens? They're going to, I bet we're going to get some kind of special one-on-one about like how she's dealing and blah, 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 because she's going to be a big mess about this in public and Bravo's not going to want, they're not filming right now. Like they're not going to want to, they <sighs> film in a month, I think. What? They start filming in a month. Already? Like Labor Day. Oh, yeah? New York? I think so. Don't they always film I at the forget. end of summer, beginning Wait of Wait a second. Fall? Is she going to talk about this publicly? She's going to. I think Does she's going to have to. I don't think she's going to Oh, my God. Herself. The whole thing with the ex-wife, because she knew yeah. the ex-wife first. Oh, that's right. And then they, they started dating. Yeah. 
Oh my God. I feel really bad. That's horrible. And also prescription. Yeah. That's... You've got to be really careful. Guys, People prescription are drugs are Richard as J. hard Alexander as Alexander just drugs. texted me. Oh God. Um, yeah, oh. I'm going to have to get in contact with Brian Boylan <laughs> soon. Like, we're going to have to set up not even, like, a he's FaceTime. Here. He's We're going to get a satellite call. Wait, can we? Oh, yeah, that's Let's right. He's here. Let's call him. Let's yeah. call him after this. Oh, my oh, God. Wait, but Let's his number is different because it's a London number. I'll just, I'll, we'll Instagram him. Okay, and then love we'll, it. Yeah. Um, guys. Anyway, Potomac's real good. <laughs> uh, what's happening with Robin's haircut? Did she steal it from Candy Burris? I don't know. Um, what uh, else do we have to say? Michael is sort of the Peter Thomas of Potomac and also a little mm-hmm. bit of David Bedore asking Deco about Peggy's cancer <laughs> when he was talking to Oh my Black god, Bill that Gates. was wild. Also, they don't live in that house. They rent that house for filming. Like, let's There's all be not honest. a t- it's literally Mikhail and Tarek from <laughs> DC a hundred percent. She opens a drawer and she's like, Here's our two forks. <laughs> Here's a picture of a family that we like a whole lot. You'll see them throughout the, <laughs> the apartment. They're close friends. Um Candace. I feel weird about your future marriage. You're spending $175,000 on your wedding because you have terrible priorities in life. And she's like, my mom wants to have a say. I'm like, your mom pays for your house. So your mom gets the bigger say than you do. Your mom is the bride. She's picking hors d'oeuvres. You just get to walk in last. But Um, your mom is. Candace and that man, he's a deadbeat. The way that he talks about his children. I'm like, this should be. This is not a red flag. This is a a red flag store. This is like, like he was like, my 15 year old won't talk to me. It's like. 15 year olds don't like you it's abso- not the 15 year old's responsibility to have to explain his feelings about you not yes, being a part of his life you absolutely did not pay child support never showed up for him and now you're like come on my tv show so i can marry this like model in front of you and then like and like he owns a restaurant sell your restaurant and pay your fucking child support what is going on he is terrifying he's like multiple kids that he doesn't talk to one of whom he didn't tell their her mom about like it's just so scary and messy like he is going, and the way that they fight and talk to each other is super it's fucked such, up. It's such trash. They're and her thinking, adults. like her thinking that the engagement party is a, a good sign and a chapter for their relationship. And it's like cool, but I'm an event producer, and a special event like that is not supposed to be like the fresh beginning for your relationship. And if you're basing the health of your relationship on a fucking cocktail party, there is a also if you don't problem. have the money to pay for your own house, don't take more money from your mom. Take that money from your mom. Invest it either into purchasing the house. Invest it into the business that you. Right. with your mom and make it a success like you can't so you afford can support napkins yourself. what's like, gonna happen yeah, if it's a man it does not have that he does not have that if he doesn't know that he does not he's not gonna be he's set up to be an entrepreneur person. he's not a he's business not a great person business he owns person. a restaurant he didn't bring napkins like what is happening that would there? never happen to kenya moore's husband, oh by the way never kenya moore's husband who i truly believe like it, when he, she left the show it was because he gave her really good advice about like if our marriage is going to survive this we you, you need or to he take gave a her an an ultimatum, ultimatum which, which is, is like not great I, it's not great but it's also like better than him being like the what's his face parading his deadbeat children like his deadbeat dad children in front of the cameras to perform for their wedding like that's so fucking weird yeah no that's not good anyway all um, that's a mess guys uh, d- 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 housewives is currently at a nice <laughs> i mean even oc i'm not hating so much there's no beverly hills dallas this week oh my god i can't wait i literally cannot wait and um new york finale next week <gasps> allegedly i'm on it we're gonna see really what happens. yeah we're gonna see if i like actually made the final edit but allegedly i'm on you, it you brian ben god everyone i know is getting on this damn show <laughs> um okay ryan houlihan tell everyone your social media which they already know at ryan houlihan instagram twitter come check me out i'm usually tweeting about bravo <laughs> give one more shout out to your show oh it's a twitch.tv slash ryan show Love. Um, guys, follow me on Twitter because you don't already. At Sarah Galley. Instagram, send me shit. I know that we've gotten questions, but we might just do like a 
a memorial video. Yeah, Literally now goodbye. James LaRosa is texting me. All of our guests are texting me. Send good vibes to Bethany and oh Bryn. Mostly Bryn. Pray for Bryn. Guys, I'm such a good episode. Ryan Houlihan, obsessed with you. We're going to do a little mini video exclusive for Instagram. So follow us. Let us know your thoughts. Um, I'm so sorry to Bethany for what we said in the first like 47 <laughs> minutes. Um, shout out to Dennis for making this season one of the best <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry it's not funny and support um, other women don't and and if you're ever need help or something like slide into our dms um guys such a pleasure i'm alone too jill bye <laughs> oh my God. that takes Special that meeting takes now. The that, that takes, takes the cupcake. That takes the Bethany bakes. That takes the Bethany bakes the week. Um, Ryan, love you. Obsessed with you. Okay, love guys, you, we'll kick you with you next week.